This is JFM Podcast. reach the poorest of the poor and in what form you borrowed and dashed people money dashed every weekday from 5pm to 6pm join Ponsa Fanab and Gilbert Joseph on Nigeria at Sunset as they dissect trending political and social issues bringing light to darkness and voices to silence because as I am now I'm a very confused man because whether to go to left or go to right Very good evening to you and welcome to the program Nigeria at Sunset on J101.9 here in Jos. My name is Ponsak Fanab. It's a beautiful uh, Wednesday evening, 31st of January 2024. Uh, Gilbert Joseph is here. Good evening, Gilbert. How's your day and how's the going, sir? Good evening, Ponsak. Um, I had an interesting day and I think it's going to largely continue to be so interesting um, for the rest of um, the hours of today being Wednesday. Um, yeah, well, tell me about first it. Off. Yeah, um, not, not, nothing much, but it's just about the feeling that I had. I was telling you, felt like Friday. I, I just can't tell where that feeling came from. And at some point, when I looked at the sky, I was like, the rains were going to fall. And I began to question um, what kind of climate we do have. But for sake, away from that, I think um, I've had this complaint for close to two months. Etobaba, the students there, you know, have complained about um, the lack of uh, electricity supply. I don't know what the problem is, but they are saying um, the transformer has had an issue. There have been promises of um, either fixing the transformer up or bringing a new one. I, I don't exactly get what the problem is, but something clearly has to give. Something has to be done, you know, for that's largely a student area, by the way. And they can't seem to, you know, um, get a glimmer of lights or illumination as it were. I wonder how they even coped because the exams, I think many of the students, they are done with their exams. But I've had this chat, I've had these messages from quite a couple of people that I do know live there. 
and it's quite challenging, it's quite tough, that when you have that terrain, when you have people, you know, whose engagement has to do with electricity a lot, um, they either have to charge up their gadget, whatever it is, reading lanterns and all that, or even make do with the power supply, just to be able to, you know, have a grasp of what they will be giving back on the day of reckoning, which is the period of exams, and that's not forthcoming. I think you can always relate with that challenge. So this is a clarion call. This is an appeal, you know, well, to JED. To, to JED. Yeah. And, of course, the chairman, the Transition Implementation Committee chairman of Just North Local Government in particular, to come in to step into that situation and ensure that power is restored. I don't clearly get what the problem is. But for how is, long now? For four months. Four months. Four months, yeah. yes. So that's even, you know, more than a semester for students mm. if you're gauging, and it's quite tough. So please, this is an appeal for you to find out where exactly the situation is in Etobaba and then try to come to the rescue. Yeah, well, come to rescue students because they need power to do a lot of, you know, uh, things, activities. I mean, you just need electricity for it to function uh, as a normal human True. being. Well, Gilbert, uh, I mean, the opposition political parties in Plato State have really stepped up their game. You know, one thing with politics is that uh, if you observe your patterns, your opponent's weakness, you're trying to reinforce, you know, the pattern. Uh, so before the governorship election, recall that... Uh, some uh, opposition, I mean, political parties, the Labour Party, uh, especially, you know, their deputy governorship candidate uh, was in the press saying that PD, I mean, the, a vote for PDP is a wasted vote. Uh, and that really, you know, took people aback. But it's another story right now because uh, the PDP is, uh, is the party that uh, is in uh, power in, in, in the state. Uh, and the same Labour Party are still, you know, in some quarters telling people that uh, the PDP was no, will not be on the ballot, you know, that people should not uh, waste their vote, you know, on the PDP and what have you. Uh, and it's like, you know, if you tell PDP members that you're not going to be on the ballot, you, I mean, they just go hysterical and they go bananas, you know, saying that, no, we're going to be on the ballot, you know, things like that and, and, and what have you. And uh, it's very interesting to see how political parties, you know, I kind of stroke each other, but I, I don't. I don't think that it's helpful for our democracy that instead of you know discussing issues and uh, because this by-election is legislative, is a parliamentary election, and it's very crucial. I mean, the legislature is the bastion of our own democracy. Uh, but if you go about you know confusing the voters as to uh, not selling you know your programs or ideas, you know uh, you are selling you know uh, fake news. You are. Uh, discredited. I mean, it's good to discredit your opponent, but let it be issue-based. Tell the people that if you vote for me, this is what I will do. This is what, you know, uh, I will do. I think that the opposition party are giving undue attention, if you if, if you uh, like, you know, to the uh, PDP. And it's not, it's not uh, helpful. And people may say that, okay, uh, may tend to do otherwise instead of you know comply uh, with the hate or n not the hate sorry with the fear uh, that we are trying to uh, sell them. But it's interesting, Robert. Really interesting. And looking at our you know climate terrain in Nigeria and in Plateau State, most of the politicians really know themselves. They've got antecedents, and it's really easy to checkmate you know your opponents by virtue of what they did. Um, as at the time they occupied public office. That even makes your job easier rather than just go about trying to say, 
Look, you're old and beyond the ballot. Speak about the history. Speak about how you've won the people over um, at any point in time you were opportunity to occupy, you know, a political office or a position that would have allowed for you to make an impact. An impact. It's that easy. Point out at the project that you're able to, 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 should I say, generate or you are able to attract to yeah. your constituency, whatever that be. Tell it to the people. In terms of human capital development, what have you done? How many people have you empowered? And how successful are they in terms mm -hmm. of handling the business ventures that you know you have helped them um, to acquaint themselves with over time? So it's that easy. For me, it's, it's, a, it's a lazy man's job to say, for you to just try to take somebody's reputation to the cleaners and think that you know you easily discredit the person and make the person not stand any chances of winning at the poll. Yeah, well, uh, people should campaign based on issues instead of you selling that uh, this person is you know that or uh, this party is not going to be on the ballot. Well, Gilbert, today the All Progressives Congress in Plateau State had a stakeholders meeting. Uh, we're going to play the insert, you know, as to what Senator Simon Bakola Long, you know, said. But uh, well, in the meantime, he has cautioned APC against making inflammatory comments over Supreme Court uh, judgment. Well, um, I, I think, was it last week or the week before last, I saw um, a conversation, you know, in alleged uh, APC uh, WhatsApp chat room, and they were really... Uh, lambasting, you know, the uh, APC, uh, I mean, the political party at the national level for not giving, you know, support, uh, sufficient uh, support and backing, you know, to the APC in Plato State. And, you know, some of the, you know, basically that's what some of the things that uh, Governor Lalong, you know, has said, because some members are really blasting uh, the Supreme Court for being unfair uh, and what have you. But the engineers are trying to get that. I thought that we sorted out, we sorted the inside, you know, early on. But Gilbert, what do you have to say about, uh, I mean, what he said? He said, based on his understanding, <laughs> let me just, pra uh, one thing that caught my attention, he said, uh, as a lawyer, based on his understanding, the APC took the PDP to court based on a judgment uh, that, uh, based on a matter that Beatrice Kazid dragged his party, that is the PDP, you know, to court. And they wanted to use that, you know, as a post-election uh, issue. I mean, that's what he uh, said. And there are a lot of, you know, questions. When I when I read that, I, I began having a lot of, uh, you know, questions because I mean, he he said that nobody that uh, he's hearing people saying that APC I met some interlopers and things like that. And when I heard the former governor said that, it just took me to what Justice uh, M B Tukur, mm -hmm. you know, uh, rule that. <laughs> Uh, he was the one that brought this issue yes, of you know, structure yes. and what have you. Mm -hmm. True. Quite, quite sad and unfortunate. He did try to allude to the fact that he was in court and he had all that um, the Supreme Court justices said to that effect and urging people to wait for the copies of the judgment or the copy, certified true copy of yeah. the judgment before making any comments. And it's quite simple. That these judges, before the judgment, they wrote their judgment. Mm. And we know some of, you know, the challenges that you could encounter before getting citizens of judgment. And that's not a new thing. So is he saying that people don't have the right to speak based on the things that the Supreme Court judges said? I don't know. I, I, I really don't get that. It was something that I quite, I, I quite found very funny mm. uh, in the audio clip and even the press text. But, well, I think the, the sound is right. Let's play. Let's play Senator Simon Bakula. 
Kola along today at the APC stakeholders meeting in Joss, held at the party secretariat uh, in Kalwa House. When we come back, the show will continue. We have two guests. We're going to talk about really interesting uh, issues. Stay here. Well, I think uh, I said certain clarifications you must help people. I had people arguing here and there whether this one was wrong or this one was right. But to generally the press, I asked the question, who has seen the court judgment of the Supreme Court? Have you seen the judgment of the Supreme Court? I want to hear that answer. Which of the press have seen the judgment of the Supreme Court? All of us were in court. But the judgment of the Court of Appeal is available. That is supposed to be analysis. So when I hear people say this is correct, this I am not saying the Supreme Court is wrong. The Supreme Court is right because it is the highest court of the land. They have made their judgment. All of us were in court. It was just summary, verbal summary. And all we are saying as lawyers is that it is when you see a copy of court judgment that you start analyzing from the beginning to the end. But what is happening is you have seen people jumping. The other party, PTV, jumping, sitting down and saying that Supreme Court said this, they said that, they said this, they said that. It is Supreme Court judgment that you will analyze. It is not what you hear, hear say, that will analyze. All of us in APC are also waiting for the Supreme Court judgment. We are not only lawyers, but also we can be law students. So that it will help us to borrow. So that it will help the, the electoral system. But I put two questions while waiting for the Supreme Court judgment. I want you to ask, when was the court of high court judgment? The high court judgment of Plateau State was given in 2021. The amendment to the Electoral Act was in 2022. In 2021, High Court of Plateau State has jurisdiction preside over pre-election matters. In 2021, the court that presided over electoral matters in Zamfara was the High Court of Zamfara State. In 2021, the High Court that presided in Rivers that stopped APC from participating was the High Court of River State. That was what was provided by the Electoral Act. That, clearly, it was only after 2022 that the amendment came. After 2022, the judgment was already given in Kaze and PDP. It was not Kaze and APC. So APC was not part of that case. That case was the case that went to Supreme Court. The Supreme Court dismissed it. The case came back to Supreme Court again and the Supreme Court dismissed it. Please, gent uh, journalists, I want you to go and analyze those. Cases. By the time you analyze, I'm not saying you will change the judgment of the Supreme Court. With due respect to the Supreme Court, we'll ac we accept that those are the final judgments. But we want to be fair to all other courts that gave judgment that led to that. Because one of the things that I heard verbally that day was that APC was an interloper. That we went into pre-election matters. APC were not parties in that. We followed that case to Supreme Court judgment. At the Supreme Court, it was PDP versus, uh, but this is Kaze Plasek. Who was APC that was there? Supreme Court, that's Supreme Court judgment. And so if the Supreme Court chased away that case, instead of deciding it, and now Supreme Court is saying APC, APC did this, APC was not part of that. APC only started after the judgment of the Supreme Court. And what APC was relying on was to say that since Supreme Court has given a judgment, since Court of Appeal has given a judgment, 
which were also part of the judgment in Tinubu and Achiku. That if a court has given a judgment on a particular case, anybody can use that judgment. I hope you understand, because you will go and write different things tomorrow. That is why when they take, ask them this question, I have yet to see the Supreme Court judge, but I have the Yeah, we're glad you're still here. That was former Governor uh, Simon Bakula, along Senator, uh, representing Plateau South Senatorial District. My name is Ponsak Fanap, and the program is Nigeria Sunset. I have. My name is Gilbert Joseph. Well, Gilbert, if you uh, listen to that, uh, I mean, I'm still thinking about uh, the inside. I'm still thinking about some of the things that former Governor Lalong, you know, said. But my worry is that some key APC. Uh, stakeholders were in there, you know, the likes of the former Deputy Speaker, Right Honorable uh, Idris Majiwasi, and uh, the member representing PKK, that is Right Honorable Yusuf Adamu Gagdi, uh, Honorable Matthew Kamsol, uh, former Minister for Women Affairs, Honorable Dame uh, Pauline Talen. All of them were uh, conspicuously absent, you know, I, I, I don't know why, but uh, it doesn't portend well, you know, for the fortunes of the party. And recall that uh, this, some of the names that I call, with the exception of uh, Gagdi and Maji, uh, all of them supported the candidature. Komsol and Talen supported the candidature of uh, Ashiwajibola uh, Matinibu. Uh, then when he was uh, contesting the primary election. I, I don't know what you think, Gilbert. Yeah, and more so, you, you'd also not forget the fact that the ministerial appointment oh. that is due Plateau State mm. is yet to you know, be given and um, these schemes will continue to go on and yeah. on. So what could be amiss, nobody can tell. But of course, these are signs in politics that you can't neglect. Yeah. It's also just like football. You know. Yeah, but for me, the, 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 sorry to cut you. Yeah. The surprising thing is that uh, Gagdi is not there. You know, mm -hmm. Gagdi seems to be, uh, I will say, the nerve that holds the APC together You know, in Plato State because uh, he has, uh, he enjoyed the support of young people uh, within the party, enjoy the support of, you know, some uh, critical stakeholders. But his absence, you know, is speaking volumes, uh, you know, because he's a critical stakeholder. Uh, just, I mean, recall how he took the issue of uh, the election of uh, Dr. Nentawe, you know, very, I would say... Upon himself, yeah, personal. Personal, yeah, mm -hmm. personal. I mean, he wanted, really wanted Dr. Nentawe to win, but uh, unfortunately, uh, this is where we are. Yeah, so... Um, uh, the, the next coming days, the next coming weeks, will tell exactly what the implications of all of these um, would be holding. Uh, but I want to think that categorically, um, with the ministerial, perhaps they have other matters of pressing importance. Nobody knows. Yeah. Because former Governor Lalong is himself a senator of the Federal Republic, and the Senate resumed plenary yesterday, just as the, you know, the Green Chambers, where Gagdi and Maji all belong. So... Um, well, well, would would yet see, would yet yeah. see what the implications of this is. We have two guests. Dr. Philip Nyango is here with us. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming. Yeah, good evening, Pasa. Good evening, Gilbert. Good evening, Plateau. Good evening, Nigeria. I'm glad to be here again. Good to have you, and thanks yeah. for accepting our invitation. <coughs> uh, we have Mr. Winston Janan Moses. He's here with us. Uh, he's the former uh, director of research, strategy, and theater of the uh, Atiku Mutfang Youth Campaign Directorate. Good evening. Thank you very much for coming. Thanks for having me. Always a pleasure being here. Yeah, one question. I don't know whether uh, you guys are involved. I mean, the youth directorate in this uh, by-election coming up on Saturday. 
Uh, yes, we are. Okay. Um, a few members of the directorate were drafted into the campaign mm. team. And uh, we've been going around holding town hall meetings because we understand the mood on the plateau is not for political jamborees of rallies. We need to table issues, discuss them, and sort them out on the table. And you can only achieve that with a town hall, not okay. the normal rallies, you know. Yeah, well, uh, uh, Dr. Philly, uh, yeah. what are some of the issues you want people to have in mind going uh, what would you rather tell people you know as the way uh, as a way of influencing their voting pattern or voting choices in the upcoming by-election this uh, weekend yeah thank you for that question and i want to quickly just draw the attention of plateau people to persons who are uh, publicly beginning to drive our attention to the kind of injustice that plateau suffered from the election petition tribunals to the court of appeal, and I would want to say the. Or maybe you want to make comment, you know. Please go ahead. Yeah, and the answer to just played. Yeah, the answer to yeah, just played. To my mind, yeah. is a public admission of um, some kind of meddling into what the court of appeal did, because there was no need for a lawyer of great repute, a person who understands the law, to publicly go acknowledging that he was party to making the PDP suffer grievous injustice along the lines he made. Because it's it's public it's public knowledge and it's in fact public law knowledge that um, um, the PDP suffered needless injustice, uh, even by virtue of the pronouncements of the Supreme Court, the highest court of the land has made pronouncements that is now known law. It it, it just goes to say that this was a, a very obvious public admission of um, uh, some obvious behind the scene. Um, I would say conduct. Otherwise, one would want to know why the very demanding need to explain what is obvious. What is an obvious injustice against the people? Uh, 16 lawmakers suffering uh, obvious bandit banditing theft of their mandate given by the people. And here we are again, someone of such noble standing battling to explain that that was just. When the Supreme Court has corrected it. So I want to just draw the attention of the public to be wary of such opinions and clearly do what the public is known for. As most especially within the Northern Zone and across Plateau, we are known for giving people who tell our story in our own language and our own experiences. People who, who clearly have demonstrated unparalleled capacity in representing us. People who uh, um, clearly have been within... Um, the confines of siding with the public and doing what is egalitarian. And we have, over time, given such people our mandates. And it's no wonder that uh, the very uh, previous governor lost woefully in his own uh, at a very uh, staggering high state of over 50,000 votes margin. And such a person clearly will not enjoy the mandate of his people. It is no wonder that over 300,000 um, signatures have been gathered to recall him back. But he is making it a is, boost. It is exactly why he's making he, a boost. He doctor. should. He should. He would. He would obviously experience what it means to enjoy the mandate of the people. That he's, he because clearly, clearly, because he, 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 clearly, an expression of such um, unaware expression of the law is, is what you're is, is is what we're listening to. Because if, if a person of such standing is clearly unaware 
of what the constitution states then it's just unfortunate but to say to say the truth and to express what the reality is um, plateau people have always been sophisticated in voting and i dare say that it would be the experience again on saturday no one would hoodwink and bully the people into voting people who they don't want to represent them plateau people will always rise above such um, undemocratic uh, tendencies and such oppressive regret repressive and very very um, very primitive tendencies of denying um fear democratic experiences it's unfortunate that a governor would deny political a political party participation in an election and here he is bragging about it and i would want to say that it is important that the people insist on having candidates uh, clearly that have uh, demonstrated unparalleled experience in terms of rising through the ranks aga was was clearly clearly a councillor evolved through to become a house of assembly member he now uh, um, has participated in three cycles of elections and um, has has suffered this kind of injustice by a person um, uh, obviously interested in denying uh, um, people their mandates and uh, and making sure we yeah. don't enjoy very diligent representatives in serving us let me come to mr uh winston chinan moses i mean um, aga he talked about aga aga is the I think he's the only politician in the history of Plato. I don't know about Nigeria, but in the history of Plato, that will campaign three times, and he hasn't even completed one full tenure. I mean, he's, he campaigned in 2019, lost because of court case. Uh, 2023, lost again. Uh, this time, he's still campaigning. So uh, there is uh, this is three times, and this is supposed to be 12 <coughs> years, uh, if I'm right, Gilbert. Yeah. Uh, 12 years, but he has done it uh, in less than you know five years. <laughs> What do you have to say about you know that and how it impacts our democracy, either positively or negatively? Now, uh, before I respond to your questions, I want to make certain things very clear. Hmm. If you want to represent the people, you need to win the election at the ballots. For as far as I am concerned, I am Winston Jinan Moses and I come from Lantang Lot. It means I come from Plateau South Senatorial District. His Excellency, the past governor of Plateau State, Barista Simon Bakula Long, does not represent me. He is not my senator. But and that's what the during, during the campaigns, we promised our people that we will protect your mandate at the day or on the day of elections and beyond. And we intend to keep this promise. As the Lord levered, whether this matter is reviewed by the legal framework of this country, or if we need to explore the constitutional provisions of correcting ills of representation, what I mean is if we have to recall them, we will do it. Therefore, we are Again, emphasizing and reassuring the people of Plateau State that the promises we made during the campaign, we intend to keep it. And that is the reason why you could see His Excellency, the Executive Governor of Plateau State, giving you good governance because we promised you that you would see governance within your environment. Ask people on the streets, what are they experiencing compared to the last administration? There is no basis for comparison. That put that to, let me put that to rest. 
The second thing is, I'm insisting here that whatever it takes within the confines of the law to restore the mandates of the people, we will do. Now I leave that. Let me respond to you. It is unfortunate. So basically what you're saying, what, what I'm are saying, you saying? I, I'm what, heading somewhere. Okay. You said that whatever it will take to restore the mandate within the, the, man, within the, the law, confines I mean, of the law will be Are you exhausted. considering a recall? Because that's what Listen, the law says. Yeah. What I'm saying is that we are blazing on all cylinders. While we are pursuing the issues of the judiciary correcting its mess, we are also following another path of ensuring that we have an option that the mandate and the promises we made to the people is kept and being respected. We will protect their mandate. All right. Whether by recall or by the review of these cases. Let's leave that there. Let me answer, let me respond to your initial question. You see, it is very, very unfortunate that we live in an environment where somebody will have to suffer this kind of penury. I know that in Sokoto, I think, there was a member of the House of Representatives that the court took away his victory at the polls and he died on his seat. It tells you that the PDP is a political party that is centered at the nucleus of the core of the party is the people. And that is why the candidates we present for elections are people who truly have the people in heart. Aga have gone through a lot. And I think it is time for our people to come out in mass in this election that will be conducted on Saturday, the 3rd of February, to actually express and emphasize their collective resolve. What we suffered on the plateau, if you do not have the time to actually analyze it, let me encourage you. Let's wear our thinking cap. They took away a mandate that was given to distinguished Senator Matt Kwon Fuet, who was the number seven citizen in Nigeria in terms of the leadership structure politically in Nigeria. They took away that seat as the minority leader of the Senate. I know the impact and the projects and programs you will be able to attract to the state. They took it away because of their false sense of entitlement. And if they tell you that they are trying to express their grievances by the judicial process, ask them which judicial process it is. Because the Supreme Court has settled this matter. In fact, the only thing the Supreme Court didn't do is to insult the justices of the Court of Appeal. Because what actually happened there at the Court of Appeal was an abattoir to slaughter the PDP structure on the plateau. And this should never be allowed to happen to anybody anywhere in this country. And the only way you can stop this thing from happening is to turn out in mass Forget about their propaganda. They go about telling people that we are not going to be on the ballot, that uh, there was a judgment and interpretation that said that PDP is not going to be on the ballot. Let me say this without any fear or without any reservation. 
I do not stand to be corrected on this matter. If the PDP is not going to be on the ballot on the 3rd of February, this coming Saturday, then it means there's not going to be an election on the plateau. Well, because but, uh, yeah, yeah, but that's, no, a, that's a judgment that's a to that effect. What I am trying to tell you is this, that a superior court had already made a pronouncement. The court of appeal, I'm talking about the tribunal at the appeal, the court of appeal, the tribunal at the court of appeal had already made a pronouncement that all parties daring should participate in the rerun but but the, the implication election. of that what i am trying to of tell you is, is uh, one could assume yeah. that's a threat or you know it's you trying to say threat. you have okay it's what not do you a mean, threat please? let could me express some light? if you allow me i'll express it further what i'm trying to say is that a superior court is always a superior court going to obtain an order or an interpretation from a lower court will not apply here we have been battered we have been slaughtered for long using the instrumentality of the state to stop our people from actually experiencing true representation and good governance and this time around let me sound this warning now to that's everyone. the problem again mr moses I, what i'm trying that's, to tell you is this no hear me let me sound this warning to anyone who is interested in listening that is taking us a lot of time a lot of resources and energy to tame the young people in the state i am just coming from one of the functions we can guarantee that there will be peace on the plateau from now till friday and until i come out with a position to make a public conference and to say that pdp is going to participate in the yeah. election that is going to take place on saturday we cannot guarantee the peace and security of plateau because we do not have control over the state apparatus well 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 that that hopefully does not happen that hopefully doesn't happen but uh, doctor yeah. i'd like for you to talk to us about because i was really interested you almost touched on that and he too almost touched on that but unfortunately well, just to didn't sincerely pick yeah. up from you um sincerely i can see a situation where I, I would love to ask questions can the law be unjust can the law be unjust because in this case you clearly can see a deliberate attempt to force injustice on the people through a backdoor explanation of using the law because this is public knowledge the superior court of the land has stated that a particular party is within the confines of the law to participate in processes yet you see organs of state deliberately trying to find explanations through the back door that so changes and excludes the same political party from participation this is an aberration of state this is an aberration of justice using the same institution of the law so it is it is a big confusion it is it's a quagmire that that is begging for explanation now in this case I would like to ask, is, can INEC go on to disobey the law? Is Mahmoud Jaga above the law? Is INEC above the law? When the Supreme Court has Mahmoud made... Yakubu, you uh, sorry, Mahmoud Yakubu, thank you for the correction. Is Mahmoud Yakubu above the law? Is INEC? Is INEC in Joss? Is INEC Nigeria above the law? When the Supreme Court has clearly given a judgment, when the appeal court even gave a judgment, all parties daring should go and participate in an election. What is the quagmire about? What is this insurrection about? What is up? What are apparatuses of state interested in this matter about? It is begging for answers. You cannot continue to oppress, suppress. See, 56 communities, as it is now, over 
over 30 communities in Mangu have been annexed by bandits, terrorists, killing, maiming, taking over the heritage of the people. This again is another ploy to take away the heritage of people by denying the people the opportunity to, to elect people they want to elect. After all, you use the back door to deny the people from having their elected representatives to sit in the, to sit in the hollow chambers of National Assembly. So the grievous injustice is very monumental. It is outright and very definite that the apparatuses of state are being used to hoodwink and deny the people of Plateau North from having the, the elected and clear constitutionally entrenched rights of democratic participation um, of obvious participation. So I would like to appeal in this case. This is an obvious situation. This is obvious injustice. It's obvious injustice. You cannot deny the people of Plateau North from their democratic rights. Nobody can explain any further. Because, in fact, if INEC decides... To, see, let me put this on record. If INEC decides to exclude the PDP, it is unlawful exclusion. It will come back to include the PDP again. I'm telling you this here. If INEC chooses to go the path of illegality by excluding the PDP, it will waste taxpayers' money because it must come back to conduct these elections and include the same party again. I'm stating this because this is the position of the law. Just like it, it waste, just like the court of appeal wasted the taxpayers' funds by denying um, uh, uh, um, clearly his, uh, uh, um, his Excellency, the Governor of Plateau State, electoral victory. The Supreme Court corrected it. We're beginning to see what the law is. This is the obvious truth. Again, we're beginning to see that with the kind of miscarriage of justice, there will be a mass plateau be turned into a field of recalls. Because you, you cannot allow a person that had over 90,000 mandates, <coughs> margin, to go and sit down at home. The people are watching. All right, well. The institution, the constitution would clearly be explored and within the ambits of law, the people would exercise their judicial rights, their democratic rights to ensure that um, the law is clearly used to, to end to entrench democratic rights. Right, well, let's go <coughs> to Excuse Mr. me, uh, I, I need to, I need to respond the to... There, there, is, mm. there, is, there is a concern you raised earlier. You said there was a court order. Mr. Gilbert, the only court order I know is that of the Court of Appeal at the tribunals, electoral tribunals, because it is a superior court to that uh, high court in Abuja. What I am emphasizing here is this, that... We want peace. We want progress. And you can see it being demonstrated by His Excellency, the Governor of Plateau State. But let me again emphasize that the time where you use state institutions to muzzle our people, deny them representations are over. And we will ensure that we exercise, we will compel the respect of our constitutional rights on the plateau regardless of where this thing is coming from with all the occurrences happening on the plateau when it comes to the issues of elections you will want to ask who is after plateau and for what reason are they after plateau listen we are taking our destinies into our hands we allowed the elders to actually handle some things in the past unfortunately some of those elders have proven themselves not to be trusted anymore they are connivers within our political party with those who are from the opposition and see listen you cannot separate the apc from the labor party on the plateau because you and i have seen the activities of the members or the so-called 
elected members of the Labour Party on the plateau. They go and pay allegiance to the APC. And Gilbert, do you need me to remind you of this thing, this proverb that says that show me your friend and I'll tell you who you are? Well, that's a political problem. And I think that if they were able to create a problem politically... We suffered, we suffered malgovernance. We suffered malgovernance. Well. We suffered malgovernance in this state for eight years. Our people were being killed and nothing was done about it. We did not experience the Eldorado of democracy. All we experienced in the last eight years of the past administration was public thievery of funds. And we can prove it at the right time. Let them take me to court. We have evidences of the oh. activities they All did. Right. And, less, and, less. And, and the reasons why they are very, yes. very afraid. Listen, let me even tell you something. Less Somebody, a political, a political elected person in this state sat down in a meeting and said that they cannot allow the PDP on the plateau to have the minority leader. That if they do, the PDP is the APC is gone on the plateau. You know why? They want to keep muzzling the political space for the benefit of themselves, their families, and their cronies. They never have the intention of developing our people. To tell you the sincerity of purpose of Barista Caleb Mufwang, you can see it on the ground. Right. As everybody understands. Let's open the phone lines. Not right. allow yeah. that Let's open the phone lines. In case just tune in, we've been having a chat with uh, Dr. Philip oh, Yango and uh, Mr. Winston Janan Moses. And we're looking at, you know, uh, issues before the uh, Saturday by-election in, in, in Plateau North Senatorial District. You can uh, join the conversation. We'd love to hear from you. 81 Seven seven, or you uh, call zero eight zero nine zero five five six 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 nine nine Gilbert. Or go to Facebook and drop your comments at JFM Live on X at JFM Joss. Turn down the volume of your radio is very important. Don't forget to do that. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, Mister Ponsan. Good evening, and Thank Gilbert. Good evening, and good evening to the guests in the building. Yeah, okay. tell us your name and join the conversation, please. God bless you. This is Extravaganda Logi. I'm calling you from Josh. Well, listening. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, first of all, let me commend the position of the guest in the building uh, and the passion. This is the kind of passion that we have so much need on the plateau. You see that plateau is positioned and repositioned to her enviable position she has rightly occupied and given to to her by God Almighty, except for a few people who are so bent in keeping development in, on the plateau backwards. But we have seen a new, a new, a new turn to the whole event, the emergence of uh, His Excellency Barista Caleb Mutman, who has once showed us that um, development is possible and moving forward is possible. In a situation where there have been killings on the plateau, and um, exciting, I think Musaga, uh, whose constituency was invaded by, by bandits and terrorists, who we are told he came on the platform such as this, to let people of Plateau knew that he went to the governor to find a way out of this problem, and he was told that the governor was sleeping. So is that what we want to return back to? The answer is no. Thanks be to the God Almighty for the wisdom and the strength of the Supreme Court who said no to this miscarriage of injustice and wickedness that was looming over the flat people. 
And let me say this, the position of the court that even sat Musaga and others in the first instance said all parties. I mean, do we need the um, record, uh, rocket science uh, uh, educationists to tell us that all means all, without exclusion? That's the question you want to ask. My, my question... Yeah, well, wrap up your thoughts. Well, let me summarize by saying, my question has been, now that uh, PDP has structure on the party, on which the election of Musaga was nullified in the first instance, was there any need for another election? Because if you are saying we're wrong, we are there some irregularities in some places where some people disenfranchise, Thank you. Thank you. This is much to take. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Hello. Good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, Fosak. Yes, thank you for calling. Tell us your name. Okay, go ahead. We're listening. Yeah, Fosak. INEC does not have the power to exclude any party from the election. The only thing they can do is to allow every party to participate. If you feel the order to participate, after the election, you can go to the electoral petition. But the INEC itself will not do it. All parties will participate. As the appeal court said, it was clear that all parties will participate. It was very clear. It was simple. It's not said in our language. So it's something that everyone understands very well. So the thing is, if you know you are confident that you are going to uh, win the election, go to the field. And if you see other parties that ought not to participate, participate, you go to the electoral appeal, uh, whatever, commission, uh, uh, tribunal, and uh, prove your case. And if it's true, they would, it can be, uh, they, they you'll be uh, uh, compensated or whatever. There. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for sharing your thoughts. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Hello, good evening, sir. Yes, tell us your name and join the conversation. Yeah, this, uh, Alex from We're listening. Um, I think we don't need to ask no question about this. Uh, this whether PDP is going to participate or not. And <coughs> lawyers have the judgment, uh, they, they have the control of the judgment. And if in a, in a developed world, the Supreme Court judgment that has been given to pursue every judgment, how do we go and ask question again? Do we personally, I, I, I think people have a right to their candidates have to participate in the election. Because the Supreme Court, they given the party, the judgment that political, the TDP members, in error. How who is going to correct it again? And I think the TDP can get to be part of the, 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 the election that will take place on Saturday. Thank you, and God bless. Thank you. Well, after this, Gilbert will take us through social media. Hello, good evening. Thank you for calling. Okay. Uh, we lost that. Uh, we lost connection with that uh, call. Please go ahead, Gilbert. Uh, on Facebook, Longa Dao says, "I don't. Don't forget, we have leaders of different categories. There are leaders with personal interests, which the former governor is one of them. So I'm not surprised by his speech, but for me, it's a slap to the judiciary, because he happens to be one of them by giving injustice to the people of Plateau State." Bani Sotanko says it is sealed and celebrated overwhelmingly in an euphoric manner uncommon on the plateau. The post-mortem analysis is gibberish and unwarranted in the public space. It's time for governance and rallying around the catchword 
the time is now. Felkuka gone, says, the judgment has come and gone. All the noise should shut now. Governance is what we're waiting for. Julius Achigak says, people should come out en masse and be peaceful that day and vote for the candidates of their choice for better representation. And Jimmy Pam Jerry says, it's very obvious that Plato is being used as a litmus test for some interests. The law seems to contradict itself on the plateau. And Vincent Jan says, well, I know, um, all I know is that we still will vote for PDP in the best interest of plateau. Because the APC has really taken us very low. Hapsid Manasse says, um, journalists should obey the ethics of their profession and should not be biased in reporting to the general public. Um, okay, I also want PDP members in Plateau State to stop being desperate and allow voters to vote peacefully. Albert Dagza is saying, credibility above any other thing will influence my decision, but I fear for my fellow voters who are bent on not coming out to vote on Saturday. I feel more awareness um, should be created to curb voter apathy. And Charity Harley says, APC, PDP, Labour and other parties should please stop politics of bitterness and look at Plato first. People are still heartbroken because of insecurity. Can we please find a lasting solution to this? John Paul Chakop says, It's somehow confusing if PDP is not going to partake in the coming rerun election. Because if the Apex Court declared that PDP have structure, then I see no reason why they should not participate. May peace reign in Plato. Ambassador Joachim says, I think the senator was right to have cautioned the press from making unfounded analysis concerning the judgment before seeing the copy. He didn't say anything wrong in my view. Caesar Benjamin says, even, the like, okay, even if they like it or not, PDP will surely win on Saturday. And finally, Manari Skep says, Alex Oti represents as governor in Abia and did more than any governor currently for Plato. LP is the sure way, all right? All right, Ponsak, we can't go... Yeah, maybe on, on X, maybe on X. All right. We have a couple of... Uh... Um, all right, let's attempt to peruse through X right now. But I think um, um, we have a number of comments, but I see documents. I see documents all over there, Ponsak. Okay, okay. Well, well, I, I just see a lot of documents flying there because of the manner of oppression of X. Um, you know, it's a lot. It takes a lot to be able to have the normal Twitter that we used to. But let's see if we can squeeze any. Okay. Um, Annie Allen says, you called it work? LG salaries? Okay. All right. This is an ongoing debate there. This is a long, I think we have to just be patient with that for now. Yeah, well, uh, let's take... Okay, uh, let me come to the guests and get their response because if we take any comments on uh, uh, phone call, I think that we may go out of time. I don't know who is going to start first. Mr. Winston, would you like to... I mean, what will, get, will be your response and your final word? Listen, for as long as you're under the sound of my voice, do not play into the card. You know the experiences you had with the APC and the Labour Party prior to the general elections of the 2023. They told you we do not have structures. Listen, if I take you through a little tidbit of what we know, 
you will be as furious as we are. You know why? Because the evidences they provided to the court, the, the, the courts, that mean the tribunals, those who went to tender those evidences were delegates that were accredited in the repeat congresses. Even the, the so-called uh, silk, Edward Pojok, no, he's not so called. No. He's so called. No, he's an essay. He has earned the right. He has earned the right. He has earned the right. He's an essay. So well, I need to, to see it in his character anyway. No, to but he's earned that. He's that. Well, it's not up to you to see anybody's character. I need to see him in his character. It's not up to you to judge anybody's character. I insist. I need to see him He's responsible for his choices. Yeah, well, wrap up your thoughts and then we'll go to the What I'm trying to say is this. That do you know that he was a delegate in that election and he was accredited and he voted? That he went to the same court and testified that we did not conduct the repeat congress. Anyway, that is laid to rest already by the Supreme Court. What I am just trying to emphasize is that let the general public not play into their cards. Thank you. That is what they want to achieve. They want to demoralize you, not to come out to vote. I beg you with everything you believe in. Come out and punish them for disrespecting your choices. Thank you. Thank for you. For disrespecting thank you, your Mr. collective Jinan, resolve. Uh, Winston Moses. Go ahead, uh, Dr. Philip Nyango. Uh, um, sincerely, I would like to appreciate uh, my, my friend and brother, uh, Winston Jinan Moses, for emphatically stating the obvious. And I would like to reinforce the opinion that please, voters in Plateau North and um, uh, persons with influence on Plateau North of Goodwill should enforce, advocate, and turn out on Saturday to vote the PDP. In Plateau North, vote Senator Mwatkon Simon Fuet to return to the Senate. And in Just North Ambassador, please ensure you vote Honorable Aga Avia because they have all demonstrated on parallel, on common, and immense output in terms of legislation. These are the persons who would give the kind of development we all desire. And most importantly, please give justice to these persons that have suffered untold supreme injustice at the Court of Appeal. And I would like to say that Plateau would, would be great because our citizens will continue to be peaceful and Plateau will continue to enjoy the kind of development and the attacks will be abated because we believe that the security will rise up to its, the security forces will, will rise up to their responsibilities and ensure that our next communities are recovered to their Aboriginal owners. And I want to appeal that we continue to be law abiding and peaceful as we vote on Saturday and vote the PDP. Thank you very much. On a final note, I need to stress this point. Yeah, but we're out of time. Yes, I need to stress this point. If you appreciate the performance of His Excellency, well, thank the you. Governor of Plateau State, yeah. come out and give, give him National Assembly members so that he can be able to do more. Give, give us your final word. Yeah, um, Atiku Abubakar has just released a statement not long ago, urging voters to come out um, in Ebony, Kaduna, um, Taraba, Kebi, and of course, Benue Ondo. But I'm yet to see, he hasn't included Plateau State, you know, in that statement. Being a chieftain of the People's Democratic Party, um, what could be amiss? This is my concern. Good evening, and please, let's live peacefully. Well, the news to come, you wait above the hour, 6 o'clock. Do have a good evening. Bye now. Thank you for listening to JFM Podcast.